You're listening to the Cars of Carlisle podcast, episode 40. BMW, it can stand for more than just Bavarian Motor Works. How about Businessman Worldwide? Meet Chris Roth today. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, Darren stops by the offices of CR's Motor Car Company in Newville, Pennsylvania to speak with owner Chris Roth. Tune in to hear how Chris has built a thriving international business focused exclusively on the ultimate driving machines, BMWs. So jump in and let's get revved up. Hello and welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your host, Darren. Really excited to share an interview with you today from CR's Motor Car Company with owner Chris Roth. He is absolutely all things BMW, had a great time in his back office, going through the shop, uh, talking with him about everything that uh, he does and have a lot of uh, pictures and things to share with you on Instagram, so be sure to check that out. But really enjoyed hearing his story, how he came to be a fan of BMWs, and made an international business out of this. And out of Newville, Pennsylvania, which is just a small town between Carlisle and Shippensburg here in central Pennsylvania. So very, very cool story. Awesome guy. Very down to earth. And I think you're going to enjoy learning more about uh, his, uh, his focus and passion for BMW. So let's go to that now. Well, Cubers, this is Darren Reichert. I'm coming to you from CR Motor Car Company in Newville, Pennsylvania. I'm with Chris Roth, owner. And Chris, thank you very much for taking time out on a snowy Friday afternoon to meet with me. Just yeah. as we were getting ready to do the interview, tell us a little bit about uh, the wagon you just sold. Um, guy just called me from Des Moines, Iowa, and uh, <laughs> was interested in this white diesel wagon I have, a 2014 Sport mm-hmm. Package. It's white with red interior, which is really odd. And uh, said it's the right car, and he's going to send me a certified check. That's awesome. That's yeah. a great way to get your, yeah. night, your night going. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about, um, been in business since 97, mm-hmm. from my research. And Correct. What, uh, what got, you've always been a BMW fan. What got you into it? How'd you start your business? So uh, my, my dad's always been in the car business, been a car dealer, and I've always been into cars. Okay. And um, I... Uh, Working for my dad, that was kind of a, you know, it was almost like Orange County Choppers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, tough guy, and I was, you know, didn't want to deal with it. So I actually went off and got a job uh, working for a, a shop in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. which we did all of the uh, BMW dealerships co- collision stuff, like okay. wrecks, you know. Okay. And they hired me pretty much to, like, empty trash. I was, like, straight out of high school kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, a couple weeks after working there, I started working on BMWs, fixing wrecks. And mm-hmm. they could see that I actually worked on cars. So mm-hmm. next thing you know, I'm doing body work. And uh, not a really big body work guy. So mm-hmm. ended up doing a lot of engine work on these BMWs because they're all hitting the front. And I'm doing mm-hmm. water pumps. And I'm like, man, what a great car this is. This is way better than this junk that my dad deals with, you know. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, just domestic sure. stuff, sure. you know. And, uh and ever since then, I've always just, you know, 
I bought a, I bought a wreck BMW, put a couple pieces on that mm -hmm. one, mm -hmm. fixed it up, bought another one with an ugly interior, used the interior out of that parts car. And so you started to flip before it was a, yeah. a word that people use. That's exactly right. Yeah. 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 And that was in probably, that was like 96, okay. something like that, All right. 95, 96. Have you always been in this location? Um, I've been here since... 2000 yeah 2000 okay so my dad had a shop up in Shippensburg okay. that's where I basically kind of started okay um, just kind of don't know on the side with mm -hmm. him you know and mm -hmm. then I got to a point where I had like 30 BMWs sitting, <laughs> sitting around <laughs> and he was like uh, you got to do something <laughs> so turn it into a business yeah then. that's right um, so I, that was actually one of the next questions I had was what what makes you a fan of the Teutonic King but BMW mm -hmm. obviously you started to realize the value that, that and yeah. just the, the quality, the quality, yeah. quality car, yeah. And what in particular, especially when in your younger years, mm -hmm. that drew you to that? Because obviously there are a lot of we have Japanese and German brands and everything yeah. else for us. But what uh, in particular was it? Just the the maybe the form follows function, function or, or function well, or function. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I started. I got to BMWs uh, same way a lot of guys do. Like uh, I had a Volkswagen, had a bunch of Volkswagens, and. One of the latest, later, later ones I had was a Jetta, you know, and and you know I did some work to it, and I'm trying to get you know a thing to go faster, and <laughs> and you know, and then finally uh, I was at auction one day, and I'm selling this Jetta that I had, and here comes an E30, right. which is a you know like a right. 84 to 91 three like series, boxy looking, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and it was a 318, a little four cylinder, yeah. So I bought it; it was cheap. Um, I got it in. I drove it down the road, bone stock, and I was like, my goodness, this thing just like kills that stupid mm -hmm. jet I was driving, you know? Mm -hmm. no, don't get me wrong, I love the, the Volkswagen right. stuff, but right. as far as horsepower, like, here's a little, same little four-cylinder that just killed that car, you know? Right. And steering, BMW steering yeah. is, is the handling, yeah. it's just, it was like, oh my goodness, this is what I've been looking mm -hmm. for, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of evolved from there, so. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, what about some of your wholesale clients? I mean, I know what we just had this call coming yeah. from Iowa. You had mm -hmm. someone calling in from Pittsburgh that was going to come tomorrow. Sure. Uh, but how far reaching, particularly when those that are buying off of your lot? Um, I think the farthest one I've ever had was, uh, well, actually just sold one yesterday on uh, Bring a Trailer. I don't know if you ever heard of Bring a Trailer. Not familiar, no. It's like a high-end eBay. Okay. Um, they have to accept your car to sell it. Gotcha. Um, but I just sold one yesterday on there to a guy that lives in L.A. So nice. Um, he's going to ship the car. And I think California, Washington, okay. sold an 88 M5 to a guy in Washington State. Wow. And he flew out, drove it home. You know? <laughs> and he's funny. He's like, wow, you're out in the middle of nowhere. And you sell Quite BMWs. Literally. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. We, we can still be cool. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we can appreciate good things. Yeah. Um, that was actually one of the things of how far someone's been. And also, you have, of course, had full service here. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things, too, that if, if uh, anyone goes out to crbimmers.com to Chris's website, you'll see, obviously, uh, the story and, and what they do as far as it, currently, I think you had, you have 10, there's several, most of them are yeah. sold, but you have 10 mm -hmm. on your site uh, as of today, and yeah. we just sold another one there. Um, but talk about a little bit about the service side of things. Um, right now, uh, it's just uh, three of us here at the shop, um, and uh, Nate that I have worked for me, he, uh, he came from the BMW dealership, he was there for six years. Okay. Um, didn't really like the politics of it, mm. and um, he's he's amazing. I mean, he can he can work on two or three cars at one time, wow. and when he's not working on cars, he's usually studying like 
I don't even know. Like, it's mm-hmm. just amazing. Like, you know, studying something completely off key. Like, mm-hmm. I go, you know, how what, how big is Pluto? You know, and he'll come in, <laughs> he'll come in tomorrow morning and tell me. You know, right. he's just and everything you, know, you want to know about it. Yeah, you know, he's just he's like that. He's just amazing. That's really cool. You actually yeah. have a real treasure in that. Yeah, and the fact too that it's a it's a fun environment. I mean, sure. obviously, sure. Those are there. All I can take some pictures before I leave, but. Um, in Chris's office, there are so many cool things on the wall. Of course, everything BMW, but skateboards yeah. and and I, of course, I love the all. I mean, getting all four wheels off the ground and just oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. some, some yeah. cool posters and things. But yeah, you you have to be an automotive fan to, yeah. to appreciate an office like this. Yeah, thanks. Um, one of the things too I wanted to ask you was what's the perhaps one of the rarest BMWs you've either worked on or or perhaps flipped or passed through your, your shop. I think. Probably, uh, I bought a 57 uh, Isetta. Oh, um, wow. In fact, there's a picture of it right behind you. Yes, um, the red one. That one, uh, that was, that's a pretty rare car. In fact, yes, it, um, it was sitting in a barn for a number of years, and um, I bought that with a couple old 2002s, and um, I had it running in about an hour. Um, it was, wow. it, it was amazing. I was amazed. Um, didn't really take much at all. And that's that. a barn find for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're a fun car because I know yeah, my, my dad used yeah. to say that there was a kid that um, in his high school days that drove one. Is that right? and, yeah. and he and several other linemen would just yeah. pick it up and carry it up steps and put it somewhere. You can literally pick it up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. right. This guy, uh, Tim, that used to work for me, um, this was a couple of years ago, he, uh, he's probably about 300 some pounds. Uh-huh. And he goes, hey, I'm going to take that thing outside. I was like, oh man, this is scary because it's such a little car. And he's rolling up and down the street in it, you know? Wow. And, um, besides that one, I mean, that was a, not really a value. I mean, it's, I, mean, mm-hmm. I ended up selling the car for, I don't know, it was like 10 grand or mm-hmm. something. So it's not a lot of mm-hmm. money. Now it's probably worth 20, but. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's a 1967 uh, 1602 right there. Um, it's a, it's like a 2002. Okay. See that? I don't yeah. know if you can see it there. Mm-hmm. Got the it. red one. Yeah. Yeah. So that car I bought in D.C., wow. um, I, I had an ad in the BMW Car Club magazine saying that I buy old BMWs. Yeah. And this guy called me, I ended up buying it, um, brought it home, did a bunch of, you know, just odds and ends stuff. It was a vintage, like, race car, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I advertised the car for sale. Um, I had it for a couple of years and it was just sitting. And a guy out in California bought it. Um, they call him the collector. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I want to, you know. Sure. But yeah. if you were to Google the collector, mm-hmm. uh, BMW the collector, the guy has an amazing collection wow. of cars, and my he took he bought my car and took it back and restored it, and it's like one of his prized pieces now. That's kind of a neat uh, yeah. neat tale to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Any M1s ever passed through? No, I, no. I've sat in one. Okay. Um, Ed Olin uh, used to own Cumber Valley Motors yes. in Mechanicsburg. What was that um, like? I mean, it was a supercar of its day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when I sat in it, it was probably in 95, 93, okay. 94, okay. 95, something like that. So yeah. that car was still mm. super cool, you know? Yeah. Um, There's but, a mystique to that car. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It still feels very Italian to sit in, though, hmm. you know? It feels like a, a Lamborghini or a Ferrari okay. or something as opposed to... Okay. Now, maybe driving it, it would feel completely different. Sure, but yeah. still, I was... You know, huge eye. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. you know? That's understandable. Yeah. It's kind of like the white elephant. You don't, yeah, you don't really see right. him ever. That's so. right. <laughs> have you uh, ever had a chance to go to Munich for any reason? Or uh, I have. I've not been there, but um, my friend Dave and I 
uh, my best friend uh, lives in Toronto, mm. and mm-hmm. he's actually became my best friend from buying parts off of me okay. on the internet. Nice. Um, him and I have had three trips now that we were going to go, okay. and something came up. Um, the first one, my 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 wife uh, became pregnant, and uh, I was getting ready to go, and it was like, oh man, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so I blame my son all the time now. So. <laughs> But uh, since then, we, we keep planning it, and we end up going okay. on little stupid vacations with our sure. ladies, and and we just haven't been yet. So. Well, maybe there'll be an Oktoberfest in the future. So. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> if, well, you don't have to just share this if you don't mm-hmm. want to, and it, we can we can just say whether or not it was a racetrack or a closed course or not. Sure. But what's the fastest that you've seen a Speedo on a, a Bimmer? The fastest I've gone? And and I'll just straight up say it was it wasn't all that long ago. Mm-hmm. One eighty one, <laughs> um, one hundred sixty five. So wow. Yeah, it was a in a O two M five. Oh wow. Yeah. And I still had room to go. It it still had room to go. <laughs> that is fast. That yeah. is definitely fast. So, what uh, what else would you want to share with uh, audience that listens to the Cars of Carlisle podcast all over Argentina, Brazil, Sweden, wow. Germany, Italy. Uh, the Netherlands, wow. Spain. So it's yeah, and I know that you you've actually been selling parts internationally too, right? Sure, yeah. sure. So yep. it's kind of neat that little Newville Carlisle is yeah really on the map, if you yeah. will. Uh, what would you want to share with uh, those that are maybe are not uh, American born, American living? Hmm. I wish I was there, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they probably wish they were here so they right. could drive There's the so Corvettes much, and that's true. Camaros. That's and true. Yeah, I have a I have a 1969 Firebird uh, that needs restored and it's sitting in my garage at home, mm-hmm. and I don't even look at it. <laughs> wow! But yet I have a 1990 325 IS that I absolutely love. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's got 327,000 miles on it. Wow! It's a great car. I love it. And How I, many years have, have you had it? Um, I've had that for probably 15 years, 12 okay. or 15 years, something okay. like that. Yeah. Cool. Have yeah. you had a chance to ever go to um, like any uh, BMW race series or anything like that where you've actually been a uh, participant or spectator, gotten in the pits and, and been able to talk with uh, engineers and such? Um, not as much as I'd like to have. Um, okay. I, uh, I've talked to Chris Cabetto uh, many times. He runs uh, NASA down in mm-hmm. um, Summit Point and around. And NASA is now... Uh, I don't even know what NASA stands for. It's basically like, it's kind of like SCCA. Okay. But they have a bunch of spec classes where everyone runs exactly, you know, the same kind of car and, you know. Set up and and everything, yeah. Yeah, and which started out to be really small, but now he is huge, you know, like worldwide kind of huge, you know. Um, But he pointed me in a lot of cool directions and Mm -hmm. wanted me to really get into racing. Have you ever autocrossed any of your cars? Yeah, um, quite a bit. Okay. Um, not when I was younger, you know, okay. then I had kids and you know, <laughs> right. you know got married. Time and money. And then that, that kills my Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> right. and, you know, but uh, it does happen. Yeah, I did a bunch of 2002s. Uh, in fact, I think there's a couple of race pictures behind. So, oh, yeah. I mean, sorry, not to keep throwing you oh, back yeah, there, that's but good. these are like my vintage pictures that I sit here and reminisce about, you know. And I know the 2002 uh, is a car to me that I remember uh, I lived in upstate New York and I was probably eight or nine years old and. One of my friends that lived up on the hill, his dad came home in a bright canary yellow one. Wow. And I just remember thinking, that is a cool car. And it was, yeah. it was so unlike everything else on the road. Yeah. Both domestic and otherwise. Sure. Um, but it was really, I remember just <laughs> all the kids just flocked to his driveway. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The first time I rode in one, I was, I was like, oh my goodness, this thing is like a, 
it's like a go-kart you know mm-hmm. it just sticks and goes mm-hmm. and doesn't feel as old as it is mm-hmm. you know and it's a timeless design too yeah yeah um i'm still building one out here okay but, um the one i'm doing right now is a 76 and uh okay. putting a six cylinder in it and it's it's not going to be a restoration but it's going to be a yeah it's going to be fun absolutely you know? <laughs> yeah zip around yeah <laughs> well if you could own any car i mean you could add any bimmer to your car collection name so, just give me the full really, details i know really that's a hard one i'm sure it is but just if you had only one and i thought about this today whenever uh mm-hmm. you know i was going kind of going over this uh nate and i were talking about it and i think my my favorite one would be uh, that i just would cut my left arm off for would sure be, <laughs> um it's a uh, it's a bmw e30 um it's called an alpina uh, B6 oh, wow. 3.5. Now, um, talk to us a little bit about what that is. So, back in like the late 80s, uh, there was a, like the 7 series had a big six cylinder in it. This this monster, it's a huge engine. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of horsepower, just big. Mm-hmm. Um, they, Alpina is like kind of like Shelby is the Mustang, you know? Mm-hmm. So BM, or Alpina buys these BMWs, and they pull the engines out, and they put monster motors so in. So like an AMG to Mercedes. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, Alpina did this to this car. They put this big monster motor in and big pistons and cam, and mm. and it was just a, an amazing car. Um, just And it looks super cool. It has this big cow catcher front air dam on it, mm-hmm. and just really cool car. And, and what then, year? would if you That had... would have been like an 86, 86 87, okay. something like that. Okay. Um, in fact, not long ago, there was a, uh, an article, I don't even remember where I saw it, but if you Google it, it's like the first thing to come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, it was the only Alpina B635 in the country. Like, I think it was the, and worldwide that was even for sale. So, wow. yeah, it's like, I don't know, That's... I think it's almost a hundred thousand dollar car, you know, now, <laughs> which, you know, I mean, it's just, that's, that's, that's the one I think. That is cool to know. And I didn't, uh. I didn't know much about the whole Alpina until you explained it. No, and so. many people don't, you right, know, but, right. but the people that do are like, whoa, you know, right, wow. Right. It is just a cool car. Gets your, your attention. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, um, for those, for fans, I actually bought an X5 from Chris and his shop, his team, they are the real deal and uh, couldn't be Thank happier. You. In fact, I think it's really neat whenever I tell people about, I was just talking to someone uh, down south near Kentucky and mm-hmm. they said, really, there's... Yeah. I've never heard of Carlisle, never heard of Newville, and then like, yeah. oh yeah, and, and just, but the fact that there are these types of businesses, and, and sure. you are truly on the map, not even just in our state, but obviously the quality and the purchase from yeah. uh, well, thank the, you. the central part of the yeah. country, and of course West Coast, and selling parts all over the world, Yeah, it's pretty cool. So many people come here, and... I don't know if you want to tell them that I'm basically surrounded on three sides by fields. Right. Well, and that's <laughs> cornfields. I was going to say, I'll take some photos and put it out on Instagram. But yeah, yeah. it is. You, if you come flying over the hill and you're going you know, yeah. over the double nickel, yeah. you will not see this place. That's You'll right. keep going. That's right. You'll, you will yeah. miss it. So. Yeah. People that come here from Philly and D.C. and Baltimore, they come in and they go, oh my goodness, a BMW shop in the middle of nowhere. Right, right, right. And it's, like, yeah, well, the cops let us alone. <laughs> it's we can do 165. <laughs> So, no, it, it is uh, it is definitely um, a place that people don't they may look past it but they don't realize what goes on inside here so yeah. that's really amazing yeah. well I mentioned about crbimmers.com any Facebook uh, Instagram how would you like people to find you um, otherwise yeah we're on uh, Facebook uh, I'm, I'm not a big Instagram fan mm-hmm. um, 
Jen Jen over here is. Uh, she does the Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook stuff. But, okay. Uh, um, in fact, I don't even know what our name is over <laughs> on there. I see our bimmers. Okay. All right. All right. I'm the get my hands dirty. That's right. Guy. That's right. Well, anything, any parting shot, I'll give you the final, final say from the driver's seat. Say, I appreciate you sitting down with me. That's pretty cool. No, and thank yeah. you very much for making time. In fact, I am um, very appreciative of, of people like you that give up your time to, to share your story because I think that's part of what uh, draws everyone to the podcast and is that car community. Sure. And obviously, I'm sure you've seen customers of all walks of life and sure. every yeah. background and what have you, but they're drawn to the to the mark to yeah. to BMW. Yeah, and it's a it's a common thread, and that's really what I feel the automotive world is too. Yeah, exactly you can have right. you can have hobbyists that are one. He may be a high he or she may be a high powered attorney. This one may be, uh, you know. A welder, mm-hmm. but they can stand at a car at a car show and talk like they've known each other for years yeah. because they had that common passion. Sure. So that's that's, right. that's, that's the right. cool part about the community. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Well, thank you very cool. much. Thank Chris. you. Thank you very All much. Right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview. He is just a great guy, and I consider him a friend. And being a local business person, I want to definitely help promote his business. If you live in the central Pennsylvania area, if you're in the Carlisle, Newville, Shippensburg, Mechanicsburg, Harrisburg area. He is just a couple miles off of Interstate 81 off the Newville exit, 600 Centerville Road. You can find Chris and uh, very unassuming property, but you just look for all the BMWs out front. And I'm proud to be able to take my vehicle to him to work on because I know it's going to be taken care of and expert qualified service work will be done on it with BMW authentic parts. So that's great guy. Check him out at crbimmers.com. And before we close for today, just want to say a big thank you to Man Engineering, Gary Liu, and the whole team in Santa Clara, California, as they are a sponsor of the Cars of Carlisle podcast. As always, a big thank you to them, and be sure to check them out at man-engineering.com for all things Subaru Performance Parts. And if you are anywhere near Lakeland, Florida, check out Winter Auto Fest Lakeland. That is uh, a major event held in that area by Carlisle Events, and that's coming up February 22nd through 24th. Meanwhile, for the Cars of Carlisle podcast, we are working hard to line up new guests, and we'll have some cool things coming to you here the second half of February, so be sure to come back next week. And for now, I will say drive well, be well, and take care.